Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 26th of April and as usual all the information in this podcast is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's go first to the scores on the doors and of course we do have a couple of days of catch-up football in terms of the Dow. Uh, we were obviously closed yesterday for Anzac Day. So we are going to get two days of Dow, two days of SPY futures uh, to consider. But the Dow Jones closing down 345 points, 33,531. Oh, that was down 1.02%. It had a high of zero and it had a low of 350 points down. So that is um, not a good day. The previous day, pretty much flat, not doing uh, very much at all. Um, But um, certainly uh, the US dominated by earnings. At the moment, we had the NASDAQ down 238 points, or nearly 2%, 11,799. And uh, the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as always, down 1.58%, 65 points. 4,072. The VIX index, well, there it is, up 11.1%, 18.76%. We talked about complacency when it was around 17, and now it's back to 18.8%. So that is something that is starting to happen a little bit as we get into the big week for US reporting. And uh, we did see some numbers out last night, uh, or this morning rather, for Google and Microsoft as well. So that uh, is helping US futures, which are currently bouncing back. Dow futures up 59 points at the moment. And I think NASDAQ futures last I saw were up around 1% uh, after hours trade. Our SPY futures are showing a loss of 38 points or 0.52%. But we did see a gain of around 20 odd points on uh, Tuesday morning. So uh, a little bit of a gain there for our market. The index on Monday closed down eight points in a pretty wishy-washy kind of day. So 38 points down in the, in the SPY, but given that we had 23 points up, the net effect is only 15 points down over the two days. However, I suspect we may see a little bit more selling in places today. Stock 600 in the U in Europe down 0.4, FTSE down 0.3, France down 0.6, Spain down 1.4%, Germany unchanged there. Looking at US stocks, and some of these are a little bit out of date because these were before the numbers, but Apple down 0.9, Meta down 2.5, Google down 2, Microsoft down 2.3, Amazon down 3.4, Tesla down 1.2%, Netflix down 2%. U.S. banks under pressure. That may pressure our banks. J.P. Morgan down 2.2%. Citigroup down 2.3%. Goldman down 1.3%. Bank of America down 3.1%. Wells Fargo down 2.2%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 5.4%. Over in Europe, Barclays down 1.8%. Used to be Smart. UBS down 2.2%. And Deutsche down 3.8% there. Uh, we did see the numbers come out on 
the uh, overnight session. First Republic Bank, which is some of the uh, one of the banks at the epicenter, I guess, of the U.S. Uh, crisis of confidence there in the banks. Uh, they fell more than 50 percent after its latest quarterly results. Deposits dropped 40 percent. This is a huge number, really. 104 billion U.S. dollars in the first quarter. Uh, that was the amount of money that left the bank. They're now saying they're trimming expenses. I'm not surprised. Including slashing headcount by 20 to 25 percent in the second quarter. And they're also trying to sell as much as $100 billion in loans and securities to restructure the balance sheet. Uh, Of course, First Republic now down 93% so far this year. And the S&P Spider Regional Banking Index, the KRE, and the Bank ETF, the S&P Bank Index itself, well, the regional one lost 4% and the normal bank one lost 3%. And so that was certainly weighing on the market there. Looking at commodities, and this is going to weigh on our market today without question. Uh, Brent crude down 2.2%, $1.78, WTI, though, up 4.5%, $3.30, the 76.95. Yeah, not sure why, but gold in US dollar terms up half percent, nine bucks. 1,997.9, so close to that 2,000 level again. Platinum up 0.46 of a percent. In other commodities on the LME, copper got walloped down 2.5%. Nickel got smacked down 4.7. Aluminium down 2.1. Zinc down 2.5. Lead down 1.4. And ton down 4.3%. We are continuing to see weakness in the iron ore price at the moment. Uh, That is certainly a factor. Iron ore knocking on the door of $100 a tonne, so that's under some pressure at the moment. Coal was slightly better. Lithium unchanged, a rarity for the lithium market. Looking at US bonds, 10 years in the US, 3.40 money flowing into the US bond market on uh, issues with the US banking sector, of course, uh, with that first Republic result. Uh, The US 10 years were down 11.5 basis points, two years at 9.948 and Aussie 10s 3.41. The US dollar index was up 0.5. Safety in the US dollar there. Bitcoin uh, stabilizing around 28,200 and the Aussie dollar around 66.23. Looking at commodity stocks overseas, BHP took a bit of a hit in ADR terms down 3.4%. Rio down 3.6%. Freeport down 4.5%, Alcoa down 6%, Tech down 2.6%, Anglo down 3.4%, Glencore down 3.6%, Vale down 2.7%, and Arbomile down at nearly 4%. CBA overseas was down 1.38%. Not that it trades huge amounts overseas, but it does trade. So we are looking at a weaker market certainly here today. Um, But uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. Biden, of course, President Biden has announced he will run again. It looks like uh, a deja vu with Biden versus Trump looking the most likely outcome now of the 2024 presidential election. And of course, now we're almost halfway through 2023. So things will start to hot up. In terms of corporate results, we have seen Google and 
obviously under the name of Alphabet, reported revenue and earnings for the first quarter that topped estimates. And they also authorised a $70 billion share buyback, cutting costs as well to manage through a weak online ad market. Microsoft numbers. Earnings beat as cloud growth comes in better than feared. These were pretty low expectations for both of these, uh, but certainly that is uh, slightly better than some had hoped or feared. Uh, at the moment, we got Dow futures up 73 and NASDAQ up 161. So that's certainly going to blunt some of the negativity that we've seen from the Dow overnight. Uh, but we did see Microsoft surpassing expectations on the top and bottom lines and beat estimates on quarterly revenue guidance. Growth from Azure and other cloud services slowed to 27% from 31% the prior quarter, but was still faster than anticipated. In U.S. economic news, Evercore ISI, uh, which is a big economic house, has said the drop-dead date on debt ceiling could extend to mid-August, although Treasury officials will likely try and instill a greater sense of urgency to Congress. They estimate the drop-dead date for the debt ceiling is between late July and mid-August, depending on outlays. Um, so that is uh, that certainly is going to be playing out for the next few months as the uh, U.S. Congress, the Republicans and Democrats play chicken with each other there. In other news, uh, Elon Musk has cut the price of the Model Y, the cheapest version anyway, now selling in the U.S. for $46,990, which is around 70000 Aussie, and uh, certainly pressing prices to the floor. That's now fallen $20,000 since mid-last year and causing a bit of a price war at the moment, and that is now below the average selling price for a U.S. car, or the average price paid for a U.S. car. So, interesting moves there. In uh, New Zealand news, not that we should be paying too much attention to New Zealand, but they're always a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh, the RBNZ has proposed easing mortgage loan-to-value ratio restrictions. So... Our assessment, they said, is that risk to financial stability posed by high LVR lending have reduced to a level where the current restrictions may be unnecessarily reducing efficiency. In the big news today, we do have first quarter CPI numbers out today. This is the last piece in the puzzle uh, they have before the RBA meeting next week. So uh, that is going to be very, very keenly watched today. Uh, the Labour government has also extended the, press, the gas price cap to July 2025. That's $12 per gigajoule, and uh, that's a, in a bid to limit the increases in energy prices. In news out this morning, Mineral Resources has reported record lithium shipments in quarter three, 4.5 million wet metric tonnes for the third quarter. That's up 10%. Uh, they also, that's in the iron ore space, the average realized iron ore prices were 109 US dollars. They also shipped 111,000 dry metric tons of lithium spodumene concentrate, which was up 15% on the prior quarter. So uh, that is some good news there. W uh, Wajina remains on track to achieve FY23 spodumene shipped guidance. So uh, it also said Mount Marion FY23 volumes is expected to be the lower end of spodumene contract guidance of 160 to 180. So there we go. West African 
Gold has uh, released their quarterly and produced 56,307 ounces of gold in the March quarter, an all-in sustaining cost of 11.72 US an ounce. And AP Eagers is expecting an EV jump. Uh, they are Australia's biggest car dealership, and they are seeing considerable momentum in sales in EVs this year. And uh, they have exclusive retail distribution rights to the fast-growing Chinese brand BYD, which is now the biggest-selling EV maker in the world. A2 Milk out this morning says it is surprised with the Sinlay guidance downgrade. Uh, Sinlay profit downgrade this morning. Uh, A2 Milk has confirmed there's no material change to its FY23 outlook. Sinlay lowered its FY23 earnings expectations due to reduced demand and higher financing and supply chain costs. Now, remember that A2 Milk is merely a marketing business. To some extent, uh, Sinlay actually produces the white powder that they sell. So that is uh, something to bear in mind. A few quarterlies coming through this morning. Insignia Financial, uh, which used to be the Independent Order of Oddfellows, IFL, the stock code there, has reported Q3 fund under management and advice of $291.3 billion. Uh, Aussie dollars, which is up 6.24 billion quarter on quarter. So that's uh, an interesting number there. James Hardy has reached a commercial agreement with plaintiff to end the Waitakara litigation. No terms have been disclosed. And we are seeing this morning uh, the LIS, uh, their quarterly is out as well this morning. Question of the day today, we've got an RBA meeting next week. Will the RBA raise rates or will it hit the pause button? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.